This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Okay, let's read Mark chapter 4. We are going to start from verse 9. Mark chapter 4, verse 9. Are you there? Okay. I want to be. You've heard so many things for some days. So, I just want to call our attention to a few things. Now, the Bible says that in Mark chapter 4, verse 9, it said unto them, He that hath ear, let him hear. So, not everybody that has this kind of ear. There is the pinna, or whatever they call it, outside. There is an internal ear inside. So, the Bible says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit alone. That's the, uh, the verse we are paying attention to. When he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked him of the parable. Asked of him the parable. Verse 11. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all things are done in parables. And he said, This is the reason that seeing they may see and not perceive. Because there are categories of sin. So when Elijah was about to be taken to heaven by a wild wind, he said to Elisha, Elisha said, please, I need a double portion of your spirit. Ah! He said, you have asked for something hard. Thank God some things are hard but not impossible. Then he gave him a condition for seeing it. He said, you have asked for something hard, notwithstanding if you see me when I'm being taken away. He was not talking about physical seeing alone. How else would he be taken away without Elisha seeing him? Seeing in the Bible, you'll see in levels. Alright? You'll see in levels. So Jesus said, see they may see and not perceive. So there's a level which you'll see but you don't perceive it. And hear that they may hear and not understand. He said, less at any time they should be converted. That means conversion can take place anytime that you see, anytime that you hear with the second level of hearing or second level of seeing. Is that clear? Everybody say conversion. conversion. Before there is a corresponding miracle outside, there has to be a conversion inside. So, um, next verse, he said that they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. And I said, if you read these same stories in Matthew, and it's in Luke, and in Matthew's edition of Luke, Jesus said, lest they be converted, and I should heal them. Lest they be converted, and I should heal them. When there is conversion, there is transformation. But conversion comes not by hearing words, but by hearing repeatedly. I'm saying this because of Hebrews chapter 2, that is very applicable to what we have just, the conference has just ended. The Bible says we need to give the more earnest heed to the things that we depart. We let them sleep. And every time I talk to you about it, because some people just like to argue. I, I think I saw it on Facebook one time. Somebody said that original Rainbow says that uh, we need to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we sleep away from them. That the things of God don't sleep, we are the ones that sleep away from them. Whether we sleep away from them, or they sleep away from you. Something is sleeping. 
<laughs> the most important thing is not who sleeps. The most important thing is that whether it's you sleeping or the world sleeping away from you, you are no more with the world. Is that right? Yes. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, no matter how powerful, that was what led me to talk about vision for service. Even if you fall into trance, even if you fall into an open vision, which is the highest form of vision, even if you see an open vision, if you don't give the more energy to the things you have, it will disappear like a dream. People think they see an they see an angel something. It is if you give the more earnest aid after the vision to the vision that you have seen, that the vision will make sense. All the things of the spirit will be quickly overpowered by natural circumstances if attention is not given to them. No matter how mighty the deposit of the spirit in a man is, who would have thought that after an encounter with God, Solomon would go back to worship idol? The one that appeared to him and made him the richest man on earth. Encounters don't guarantee. Oh no, they don't. Except to follow it up. And that's what the Bible is saying. The rule is that you must give NSE to the things that you have heard. Lest at any time they slip away from you. Are you hearing me? So during the meeting, you've heard many things. But anytime you hear the word of God at the first time, it's like a parable. The understanding comes only when you take time to give NSE to the things that you have heard. In, in where we read in that Mark chapter 4, after I finished giving the parables, the Bible said they that were with him and the disciples. So we, are, we know he had 12 disciples, but we don't know the number of the remaining people that were with him. They came to him in the night. The Bible said they came privately. When you attend an open meeting where the word of God is being shared, not the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you must also go and meet the Lord privately. So they came to meet Jesus privately and they said that, come, okay? That parable, can you go a little further? And Jesus responded and said that those of you that have come to you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. To others, all things are in parable. Why the difference? Because they came to meet him. Take a message. Stay alone and listen. Things that are in parable will be explained to you. The mysteries of the kingdom is understood in the privacy of your closet when you are fellowshipping with God. You can't crack it in the open. So the word has come. That's why he said that the Lord has spoken was twice have I heard. You know why he heard? So after speaking, he went back to the word. Did you hear this? Yes, Hallelujah. So you must give attention. The anointing, specific revelation, the power that is in the word. Anytime a message is preached, the anointing is still in the message. Some notable miracles have not been manifesting so much again in the body of Christ. It is because when we gather together, we do comedy and we do breakdowns. And the Lord started saying at the beginning of 2019, interesting, also, even some foreign ministers are emphasizing the move of the Spirit will come back again, again, again to the church. Where the gift of the Spirit will be highly amplified. Because before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the greatest miracles must happen in the last days. There are things have happened before. But you see, one of the reasons is that we are too conscious of our needs nowadays. Most of the old saints never cared about their needs. They just wanted to win souls and reach the world. When you are like that, the power will sort, it will flow through you. Many of us are operating by the anointing that is just the common one. Anointing of 1 John 2.27. The Bible said the anointing that you have received abides in you and teaches you all things. Once you are born again, there is an anointing in you. That one does not increase or decrease. 
But you get more acquainted with it as you study and pray. But there is an anointing for an office. So that's why David, being a prototype of what Jesus will show us, he had, was anointed three times. He was anointed in the midst of his brethren, 1 Samuel 16. Later in 2 Samuel 2, he was anointed over one tribe, then was anointed over the 12 tribes of Israel. There are three dimensions that every Christian will go through. But the Lord is calling for the greater part, the greater anointing. And I tell you one thing, when you are anointed, things are not the same. See, this end time, you need it. Aaron and Miriam, the sister, stood before Moses and started running their mouth like tap water. Yeah, you married an Ethiopian woman. And <laughs> like a man, a man said it that it's a very funny thing. Miriam, the woman Moses married was a black woman. That was why the question, that was why they were talking. And then they said that they were running there, and the Lord said, All of you come out. And God said, Miriam, Aaron, and Moses, listen to me. If there is a prophet among you, I am the one who ordained such. He said, You guys, Miriam, why are you not afraid to talk against Moses? He said, Nobody has meek as myself and Moses. And when God finished talking, he didn't say anything to, to Miriam. He just became leprous, white from head to toe. So somebody said that she was speaking against a black woman. So God said, since you don't like black, I will make you so white that you will hate white. So that was what happened. So she became leprous. But you know what? Nothing happened to Aaron. Aaron looked at her and said, Aaron was Moses' elder brother. He felt, said, my Lord Moses. Now he was calling him Lord. For some few minutes ago. <laughs> He forgot quickly that it wasn't by age. So he looked at Moses and he said, My Lord, don't let her go like this, please. And Moses too was one that saw the idea has God to do anything. Then God, Moses said, Lord, Lord, have mercy on her. God said, Let her be shot out of the camp for 21 days or so, then she will be healed. But the point is, nothing happened to Aaron. You know why? <laughs> Even when Aaron was going to die, the Lord told Moses, Take him to the mountain. And remove the garment from him. As long as he wore that garment, death wouldn't take him. There's anointing that puts you above death. Very true. The day Moses removed the garment, Aaron died straight away. Aaron didn't have any leprosy on him because Aaron was anointed. Miriam was not anointed. I want to warn the body of Christ. Let anointed people talk to anointed people. If a minister is misbehaving, let a minister at his level talk. Not your level. Be careful. Anybody you do have access to, you are not sent to correct. There are people around him who are warning him. If he chooses to listen or he does not, it's left to him. But start running your mouth. After all, they are not asking you to join this. Why are you running your mouth? You are in A church. You are talking about Z church. It's none of your business. All you need to do if you are there, leave. That's all. Are you with me? Second, I want to call attention to so you understand that you need to give the more estate, and that it happens when you come to Jesus privately. I'm going to recommend that even if it's 20 minutes every day, listen to the message again. You, all of us do have the same capacity. Some of us can sit down with for a message two hours, three hours, and still be enjoying it after one play another one. If you're like that, you, you don't have anybody to pray. There's no rule that says that you have to listen for one hour. If your capacity is 20 minutes that you can take and meditate on, the rule is that you must listen. I want to say that for the rest, between now and the end of February, every day, listen to a message, even if it's 15 minutes. Play something that goes into your spirit, man. Yes. M right message will help your prayer life. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. See, some years back, I saw that it wasn't every time. At times, I would sit and want to pray. It would take me a little time to start praying. But then I converted the habit of studying and, and listening to messages. And since then, it doesn't take me a minute to start praying. Once I want to pray. Because I would have listened something that would be making me to want to pray in the first place. Listen to the word of God. That's what I'm saying. The next thing I want to say, which is the, the last part, is the fact that also, you must understand that the anointing of God goes with what God is doing per season. From time to time in your life or around you, there's something God is doing. If you are praying and you're asking God to speak with you or speak to you, he will speak to you about what concerns him in your life. There are many other things you are asking God for that they are not God's priority. He will not talk to you about that. As soon as you get to the topic that interests God, and if you want speed, I told them for service, Abraham served and prayed. Before he finished praying, Rebecca showed up. An impossible situation. Getting a woman to go and marry a man she had never seen before. And the woman said before the guy finished. And the guy did not even know God. But he knew the God of Abraham. What helped him was that the angel of Abraham responded to the guy because he was running errand for Abraham. When you start putting attention on the things that God is putting attention on around your life, it will look as if you are living a different because your life will be so fast, there will be speed in your life. Many times why people pray and answers are lingering, you have not found heaven's reason for asking for what you are asking for. You must, one of the best ways to pray in the morning is to ask God, Lord, help me to be part of what you are doing on that today. There is something God is doing every now and then. Yes. You, 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 can't, you can't figure it out. You know, this is the most painful thing. You can help 13 people with all your money and your money finishes. And it's the 14th person that is really sent to you for you to help. Because all other helps will receive a little, little reward of thank you from the Father. The help will receive multiplied effects. Did you get that? There are helps. There is the help. Out of all the people you will help in your life, it will be one person or two. That will make sense. You can assist 50 people. It might be only four that will take you to another level. You can have conversion with 100 people. It might be only two. When you pray, you recognize those important ones. So you pay attention to them first before others. So that you are not scattering your seed anywhere. That's, that, that's the truth. When you were entering the promise, like God gave a command, he said, you shall not scatter your seed everywhere you see. He said, you shall put your seed the place where the Lord your God shall name. Are you getting me? Amen. You know, I, I've given you this example many times. That was the reason why Sarah's, uh, 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 Anna's prayer was answered quickly. Imagine how many years she prayed for until she got the right equation by chance or by accident. God's agenda on earth, every time God looked at Ophni and Phineas, as they were molesting the girls in the church, hosh. As people would gather offering and they would take some and keep it, God was, oh God, I need another priest. I need another priest. I need another priest. That was his attention. The day a woman said, that, if you give me a son, I will, eh, hey, fine. Do you know as you are listening to me, there is something you can say. <laughs> I gave them one example for service. The guy tried to get visa in every way possible and they didn't give him. Now his friend had gone to UK to study medicine and the Lord told him to stop and stop ministering to people. And it was a small church of five, seven people. This guy that was trying to travel out, that was being bounced everywhere, was a fantastic keyboardist. 
He said one day out of frustration, just to God. I said, I was planning when I get to America, UK, I'll go to KICC and all those places. He said, but if you let me go, I will join that guy. I know you called him and he has abandoned all for you and I'll be playing keyboard for him. Some people talked about him until something like something, they brought the visa to his house. Things we try to get because there's no divine agenda. When you wake up in the morning, every day there's something God is doing around you. This is why we pray and we walk in the Spirit. That we might be part. All other things will receive a reward. It will bless you. You can't give and for God not to bless you. But there is the blessing that stands out. It is that what people try to replicate when they are saying some things. There is one that kindles an unusual testimony. So, but there has to be a conversation. But you have to be led. You cannot find. No pastor can talk to you. So you can't figure it out. You have to be led. Hallelujah. Psalm thirty-five, verse twenty-seven talks about. I think I should close. Psalm thirty-five, verse twenty-seven. Are you with me? It's amazing how this is important to God. Have you ever thought about the fact that even in Jericho that day, innocent babies died when the war fell? Old men and women died when the war fell. A prostitute made it with her family. You know why? God is God. God was running an agenda. Some people must come in to spy the land. Only prostitutes cooperated with the agenda as she stood. This shows how important God's cause is on earth. That's the meaning of thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in them. That's the meaning of seek for the kingdom of God and righteousness and all other things. That what kingdom of when you cooperate as if all other things line up. Let them shout for joy and be glad. This will always be the life of those who do this next thing. That favor my righteous cause. There is a cause. There is, there is something. It is called righteous cause. There is an assignment or a project that God is embarking on by time. And it needs the cooperation of men. Yes. There might be one particular widow praying. Out of all the people you are helping, that is the one you are sent to. But that is the one you are telling that say, I've given six people I do have again. All activities we get involved with in 2019, you have to pray and be sure you are led. Start moving away from things you are not led to do. Start doing things that you are led, that you are led to do. Are you following me? So we can run through the Bible and you can read it the other way. What about if the people had missed that opportunity? Joseph told others, the, told others the dream. Any conversation that had to do with the dream landed him in trouble with every other person until two prisoners. But then the result was different with two prisoners. And you're going to find that pattern several in the Bible. The Bible says he has by one offering perfected. There is one, one, one person, one person that you assist, one person that you talk, one thing that you do that changes everything and is connected to what God is doing in your life around that time. This is why praying in the Spirit is very important. Hallelujah. You can pray to an extent and it can be revealed to you in a vision. I told them first, I say something, come from my spirit for some reason. There are visions of three types, or four actually. There is a dream, which is the lowest form of vision. There is spiritual vision. That's what you see in your eyes of your spirit, in your heart. There is trance. Trance, your senses are suspended. Peter fell into trance when they were preparing food for him. 
Daniel, part of his vision was a transom, part where the final type of vision, which is called open vision. In an open vision, you are there physically, you are present. Open vision, when you see Jesus walk into your room, your beds are there, everything is there, you can touch everything around you, you are conscious. If it's a trance, usually it's before you see something, it is when the vision is over that you are conscious of the environment again. It's like you are taken out of your body. You are seeing something before you. But if it's an open vision, you are there. Most of the vision Daniel saw, it was there openly. By the river Keba, he saw those spirits, he saw everything in an open vision. You are not supposed to seek for visions, but you should seek to be deep spiritually. You should seek to be deep spiritually. The season we are moving into does not, will not permit. See, I, I, I want to say this to those who run to America, which I've been telling them. Of course, if they pray, prayer can change anything. Which some of them are praying over. I heard Benin say this, and it is true. He said it last week at my Lowe's conference, and it is true. God help those who think America is a fertile ground. Because what will happen is that God will watch. Their sin will get to the highest level, and there will be judgments. And when they join me, they will fall from grace to grass. That's the truth. No nation has been world power forever. Go and read the history of Roman Empire. Once you become perverse in all your ways, and you become arrogant against the almighty God, you fall. And America is preparing themselves for that. Get God out of our conclusion. Don't say God bless America again. Get God out of Let's abort. Let's do this. You, they are replicating everything that made Sodom and Gomorrah to fall. God is a God of, is a just God. When you get to that crescendo, you also come down. Something great is coming out of Nigeria. Amen. I was troubled during last month until I read Pa Elton's prophecy. Oh, I felt like running. Many of you don't know Pa Elton. You don't know saints who built the body of Christ. Pa Elton was the white man, the first person to preach Holy Ghost baptism in Nigeria. Pa Elton was in, an Englishman enjoying and pastoring a church. And after 20 years or how many years of pastoring, Jesus came down and said, Elton, my son, when will you start working for me? <laughs> the guy was like, dear Lord, so all I've been doing, have I been working for the devil? And the Lord said, you call yourself to pastor, I didn't call you. After 20, he broke down. And God said, said, so Lord, what's your assignment for me? Go to Nigeria, don't go to Lagos, go to Elisha. His daughter is 82 or so in Elisha now. He lived in Lisha, and since he stepped into Nigeria, into Elisha with his family, he never returned for 42. He died there in Elisha. He was the one that professed NYSE. He was addressing final year students, and the Spirit of God took him away, and he said to them, I see you wearing a uniform. He said, you will go to the nook and crannies of Nigeria preaching the gospel. He said, it will come from federal government, and they will pay you for it. Before anything NYSE. When NYSE scheme came out, everybody knew that was what I was talking about that day. Now, I just read his new his prophecy long time. He said before corruption existed in Nigeria. He said, oh, Nigeria, you shall be known for corruption. You shall stink all around the world. He said, but after that, a face will come in. People will hold on to a Nigeria and say, I want to serve your God. That, that if you can rely on those who call themselves prophet now, and if you can rely on a man, he died since. But the word of God does not die. So when you want to check a prophet, you check their track record. When I saw the voice, I said, who said it with the Elton? I said, there is all for Nigeria. Because he said it before Nigeria, before we knew the word corruption. He said there will be corruption. And that it will be so monumental that you will be, he said you will stink all over the world. He said, but after that. And I think we, we are getting to the end of the whole thing now. Yes, 
Uh, they have already know we, everybody knows we are corrupt now. Hallelujah. Because right people must step in. But the present system right now will not let them. It is almost impossible to stand in political office right now. As a man, as a righteous man. But Jehovah knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. Those who think they have power in our nation will soon realize that the Lord has spoken twice have I heard that power belongs to God. Hallelujah. When a drum is beating hard, it's about to tear. I am nobody in mind. I'm just talking to the entire nation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you with me? A new day shall arise. God, people will glorify God in Nigeria. Hallelujah. So rejoice in this prophecy. It brought hope to me because I was, I was having some internal pains about the happenings in my nation. When I saw the prophecy, I said to God, I said, if a living prophet has said that, I might have discarded it. Too many people are giving too many prophecies. After eating Panayam, just come out and say this one. Say this one will win. Then when he loses, he said, you see, when we pray, God changes my mind. <laughs> That's why it will take God himself. If he tells me anything about the nation, I will paraphrase the way I've said now. But to say, mention someone's name and say, this one will that way. Even if Jesus shows me, I will keep it to myself. You know why? I know about prophecy. If you know God, you'll be careful. Prayer. <laughs> one man said it this way and that is the truth a man of prayer is superior to a prophet a seer no matter what a man sees about you if you are alive and they tell you what they have seen it can be corrected by prayer and there are too many examples in the bible even the most anointed prophet that came and told Ahab put your house in order you shall die when Ahab repented God reversed the verdict when Ezekiah, the most anointed man, came to tell, when Isaiah came to tell Isaiah that you shall die, Isaiah left, Ezekiah turned to the wall and began to pray, it was reversed. There is no prophecy that is irreversible. It's only, I said, if it's a negative prophecy, it will only happen when there are no men praying. When people start to pray, no God, you are afraid. When you say a prophet run his mouth like a parrot, it's not a prophet. Those who have gifts, even if God shows you something, you will start praying and you will not be quick to talk. Go and ask Jonah. Jonah was a smart man. He was not a disobedient person. He understood what I've just told him. That was why he didn't want to deliver the message. He was thinking, that you are the one that will say judgment. When I go now and I pronounce, then there is no judgment. They will think I'm a liar. And that was exactly what happened. He said, in three days, Nineveh shall be wiped off. And when God decided to have look at Jonah chapter 3. Look at what he told God. He said, was well, this not what I was saying? That I know you. When you mess me up, you will now say you are forgiving them. <laughs> that was when he said, go to Nephi. The guy went to Tashish. If you read the map, Tashish was direct opposite, meaning perfect disobedience. He was angry. Maybe God has sent him somebody for that. Thou shalt die. He said, with joy, you shall die. <laughs> I went away. And then, <laughs> five years after that, the boss was eating a bar. <laughs> and I was looking at him. Ah, Mr. Prophet, you said that man will die. And so, he took, so the next time God said, Jonah, go to the Navy. The guy just kind of said, where, so where are you going to say, I'm going to touch you? God had to take, even God couldn't kill him. The fish swallowed him and the guy was there at the belly of the fish. When the storm was beating the ship, Jonah was sleeping. He understood spiritual authority. And when the men were throwing down load 
to let the sheep balance. The guy was not. I said, we're laughing at the guy. Later on, they said, they saw him sleeping. I said, the guy was carrying a load. If you read, they ask you five questions. Who are you? Where are you from? What's your name? What's your tribe? That all of us are panicking and you are sleeping. The guy just said, you don't understand the reason. I am the reason. They said, what do, you, what do we do for this storm? We are about dying. He said, carry me and throw me inside. He said it with himself. What a remarkable man. And the Bible says, the men were innocent men. They were good men. They didn't want to do it. <laughs> then the ship went. <laughs> you know, and Jonah was laughing. He said, we can't carry you. We can't carry you. He said, hey, humanitarian. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> when the water got to a certain level in the ship, <laughs> And when the guy landed in the water, pie, everything just subsided. The Bible said those men fear God. Huh? They were like, I know Jonah did not apologize. The fish carried just out of the belly of the fish I prayed, and you heard me. And he was still in the belly. He was too sure that he wasn't going to die. He said, when I am out, I will pay my vow. <laughs> and he was like, okay, vomit the guy. And he got to Nineveh, in anger. In three days, and after his prophecy, he went to sit on the mountain, waiting for when the fire will fall. And when the fire didn't fall, God said, Jonah, are you angry? He said, up to the point of death. I feel like dying. <laughs> and God said, do you think you have right to be angry? He said, emphatically, yes. <laughs> I walked all the way, fish swallowed me, I came out, and there's no fire. <laughs> and God said, so you're angry that I want to forgive them? Yes! <laughs> How long shall you mess up my reputation? Hallelujah. Follow what is doing every day. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.